0: Fam, you did. Okay. I think this does sound a little better. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now, let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does have it? All right. Greetings and salutations. Another episode of Fangs Up here. And uh man, that daddy duty is something else, man. Um, uh, I've been ripping and running, and I'm I'm gonna let the chair do what it do today. So if you see me just sick, it's just a chair. Um, but yeah, man, we had a science project. Um and the project was for Star Wars. So um so my son chose Star Wars, the girl, I don't know what she chose. Uh, but for hers, she she's more of the independent, let me do it by myself. I don't want any help person. Whereas my man's, I got called in late on duty on that one. And so I, we had to go paint stuff. So yeah, still got a little bit of paint here and there. Uh, but because I'm not a uh, experienced painter, uh, but I am a person that I don't like getting, like, I don't like getting stuff getting like, I don't like being ashy. I guess that's the best way I can explain it. Uh, so we had gloves on <laughs> and so we were painting and all kind of stuff. None of that has to do anything with FAMU, but uh, it is, it does have to do with the part of the day and kind of what's going on here. So, uh, but good times, as I know, I'm family, man. So sometimes, Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Family always comes first, uh, but missing family as always, big shout out to HBCU digital network. This is home. Also, check out Herb Seward and the Black Techies if you have not seen. um, Hey, buddy, you know, he's trying to get extra close today, man. That's my guy, though. Um, But, man, Herb is also a oftentimes featured guest and now a staple on the HBCU Nightly uh, event space, whatever you want to call it, man. It, It goes down there Wednesday nights, man. So check them out great conversation to be had and um man it's family softball they pulled it out man uh great great time they got the win up there in montgomery so i guess the team's kind of met in the middle and you came away with the win and we never we never trailed i almost said something else but we never trailed so you end up getting a win and that's going to allow us to go to the swag tournament which it's a great feeling and for a first year a coach like let's kind of look back at where this family program has been like, this is a product of, you know, she's she's off that Wiggins tree. If, if you want to, you know, kind of put it in that, that frame, but coach Wiggins, this is someone who was there. She was in a room where it happened. Yeah. No, I am about that one. Uh, but, and it shows out first season back in the squad tournament as a coach and the question is can we continue it going because recruiting's been pretty solid last couple weeks, and I think probably Thursday we're going to go over and just look at – take a brief recap, look at some of these recruits. You know, it's been a little while since some of y'all got a chance to look. Some of y'all may not even know this basketball team got to commit, but for a first-year softball coach that's coming in, and this isn't our first time coaching, but this is our first time as a full-time head coach – at Division I program, to take that team to a conference tournament, that's solid. I mean, granted, last year's team wasn't bad. We had a solid team, and you had a good base of players that came back. Mobley, she was one of the players that came back, first base uh, woman. And, look, that girl does splits. Like, she had looked like, hey, I don't know how she do that. But athletic young lady, and you had a solid team. And the team comes back, and they look solid. And you have a pretty good year. So you end up getting third place in division. And that's a good thing. I I just, I I tell y'all, you know, the end of the year record, not quite where I wanted it. But as far as everything else, I'm I'm pretty satisfied. And again, first season in, I'm okay with that. Now, what we did see, and right now, look, look, golf team. They got a little pga works thing coming up so fanview golf like give give credit to coach like he's doing a little something over there but for the past weekend y'all FAMU track it was solid man went to the SWAC championships and raised a little k i mean you know I, I don't see where we won it all overall you know but again for for what it was another first year coach on the hill you did pretty solid. Like you got four podium finishes on the final day. And yeah, like it's a it's a solid, it's a good look for a set of first year coaches. Like both the softball and the track coach are first year coaches. And I believe those are the last coaches that came under our previous athletic director. So you're kind of coming in and looking and seeing that. Both of these individuals are in there and they're doing the darn thing. Like, And I think those are two solid hires so far. Now, we can always say that just kind of looking at it in a blanket area. But take it into totality. It's a solid program thus far. And we we just continue to see that. These coaches' first years at FAMU, they've been pretty good. I, I mean, it's okay for us to second and third guess, but if we're going to be honest about the state of family athletics, considering where we are as far as our donation levels, it makes sense. Like, We're doing pretty good, and you got teams that have gone to NCAA tournaments, two of them this year, that being the tennis program, and we just saw you know, women's volleyball as well, you know, and if you missed it, you know, I I don't know if you did, but but they got recognized at the state Capitol. It was on the Florida channel. So that's the reason I didn't just pop the video up there, but family athletics did post it up there. And it's also been um, shared via the fangs up podcast, Facebook page. I got to see if I did it on the Twitter page and FQ family Twitter page, but that's, that's something that I'll say as a fan, sorely been missed. We we are oftentimes, in my opinion, as a FAMU alumni, overlooked, uh, especially in our, with our proximity to the state capitol. You, you literally have, FAMU has a facility that's almost corner, from the state capitol. You could walk from FAMU's property to the state capitol. You're gonna break a sweat because it's just hot, but, it's not even maybe a mile, half a mile. And when I'm speaking of that, I'm actually probably talking about the Challenger Center. That's part of, part of famu's And it's right there, right by the state capitol. So you you're right there. And you did get a recognition. Uh we were celebrated for winning both the SWAC championship and making the NCAA tournament and our first tennis championship in a mighty long time. So it definitely kind of shows you some of the reasons that Amy's kind of on the upswing. And I, I think that I anticipate here what AD Sykes has to say, I know she's got a interview with Vaughn Wilson tomorrow, check it out. Uh, but I'm looking forward to hearing that and seeing that. Now, one of the conversations from last week, and I kind of wanted to keep that, keep that going uh, just because, man, it was a good question. Like, why is the vibe a little off or why is the attendance different at family athletics? And I pointed at, you know, one, the band being this and also some other things. But the thing that I definitely forgot to mention, our enrollment, like family's enrollment is not what it used to be. I've got the numbers over here and during family's heyday, you're talking 10, 15, well, 10 to 10 to 13,000 at the highest like 2014 we had 13,000 and yeah you know let me let me go ahead and do what I do as far as data like right, let me just go and on share so that you can see it, that you ain't got to take my word from it so you can actually see for those that are so inclined and see if I can make this full screen mm. You can start to see that. And I moved it off of that for some reason. But as far as attendance, there we go. And I can blow it up. You can start to see enrollment wise. That's one of the big differences. Like just look at the enrollment. 95. That's kind of I believe that's still Humphrey's era. Uh God rest it. Did but you can start to see ten thousand ten thousand Family doesn't really drop below ten thousand to about fifteen so all of a sudden a lot of individuals and the question was why had Family's attendance kind of dropped off why was the vibe a little different part of it is your attendance is lower i believe we're closer to like eight thousand now so you're There we go, bring myself back. Your numbers are lower, partially because your attendance is lower. And you got less students, less people attending the games. And part of that is purposeful. The state is definitely being purposeful in its reasons to keep FAMU smaller as far as attendance-wise. And a lot of us have lamented that, but you also are starting to get students that have more rigor as far as classroom experience to get into FAMU like FAMU is hard to get into for anybody who doesn't know just try applying to FAMU it ain't like oh I'm gonna get I'm gonna apply to FAMU as a last resort no 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 you got students who are getting into schools like FAU and FIU but can't get into FAM like FAM is a tough ticket as far as just enrollment wise so it, part of the thing that we need to do as a university or I want to say need Well, I think we need to, I'll say need. the the enrollment is gonna have to be a definite thing. That means you're also gonna have to make some facilities upgrades, Like You're gonna have to add additional dorms. There's gonna, has to be more housing. We did see where FAMI did acquire some more housing. You're gonna need to acquire some more. We're able to see that enrollment wise, schools that are able to compete generally have a certain enrollment number. Like, I mean, yeah, you have your schools like North Dakota State and other things like that, but North Dakota State is a flagship. Like, I'm just saying, like, it makes a difference when you got the state support and they got 14,000 students. That's additional revenue and additional funds that are going towards that athletic program potentially. I don't have an intimate knowledge of how they support their athletics through student fees or whatnot. But if that's going to be something that we're going to try to push and we're going to try to have a strong athletic program, maybe it's not a private school. So if you're going to be a public school, you got to get around 15, maybe 20,000 students. If you're going to be competitive, just so you can have the student fees, additional revenue. That way you're also producing enough alumni. And producing alumni that are in high-dollar fields, because every alumni that ends up in a high-dollar field is not going to be inclined to support athletics. Like everyone, like football. Like, it just is what it is. Like I love, I love athletics. I love sports. My son can give two flips. That like, he does not like sports. Now he loves fighting. He likes like those kind of things. But we were playing a little basketball game with one of his friends yesterday. I came over to the house, and it was like I'm just having fun. Like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't understand this. And just, whereas for me, it's like, oh no, this is that, this is that. Like, I understand the strategy, all those things. You have to produce a certain number of alumni if you're going to produce those kind of higher ends of the program. If you're going to have seven, 8,000 students, it's going to be tough to compete. Like, we're just seeing that. And we're also seeing that, yeah, academic-wise, FAMU is a brand. Like, as much as we lament and fuss and complain about, you know, the difficulty it takes to get to FAMU, that difficulty is proven to help as far as research-wise. Like, FAMU brought a little bit of cachet to the swat. Like, look at the research university at FAMU is. Like, it is what it is. Like, I know Fangs Up is like a sports podcast, but y'all see all this FAMU stuff. Like, I got my papers from FAMU. I didn't play athletics at FAM. I just, I'm passionate about it, but I'm just going to be real with y'all. Like, FAMU is a solid research institution and one of the better ones in the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And if we're going to be honest, the pathway to another conference is actually through research. Like it's part of it is going to be that FAMU is a really good research institution. Like, yeah, we share the college engineering. Law school is what it is. But if you're going to criticize our law school, look across the street too, because Florida State's numbers went down as well. It's real easy to just be like self-deprecating when we're critiquing things, but we don't oftentimes, look at both and say, all right, they went down too. Like one of the things when we were talking about the draft, like, fam, you hadn't have a player drafted this year and other things like that. How many schools in the state had somebody drafted? Three? Florida, Florida State, Miami? I think that's it. It's Just the big three. Nobody else had anybody get drafted. I don't know if Miami had somebody get drafted. I think they did, but I know UF did. Obviously, Florida State's first draft pick and only draft pick, I believe, fifth round. Jamie Robinson, corner to the Carolina Panthers. So now the other thing on that is because we do have a player that is looking at a transfer portal. And part of it is that access and that accessibility to the NFL. I promise y'all I'm going to come back to the um, what's happened to attendance piece. But. UCF had an athlete get drafted in twenty twenty one. Last FAMU athletic athlete was drafted twenty thirteen. That's that's got. That I believe it was Brandon Hepburn. Uh, so that's that's something that, yeah, we used to have a nice little every year we could get somebody in the sixth or seventh round, get somebody drafted. But I heard a great point, and uh, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. I was listening to Bomani Jones, and he pointed out the fact that. In previous years, you had a a lot more FCS programs. And look at the schools that we used to play in the FCS. A lot of the ones that we celebrate about playing against in the playoffs, they're in the FBS. We talk about, oh, yeah, Georgia Southern. They moved up. We talk about Troy. They moved up. Like, a lot of the schools that we used to play, UMass, the school we beat for our national championship, moved up. So all of a sudden, a lot of the schools were saying like, yeah, FAMU beat this school, Miami. Miami's FBS. Been that. They were D1 when we beat them. Like, so a lot of the schools were championing and celebrating that FAMU defeated, moved up. And in order for us to reap those same kind of benefits, you probably got to do the same. But you got to find a way to pay for it. And part of what happened to attendance was, the failed D1 experience, like let, let's call it what it was. After we went up and kind of came back down, it was a rough rough little second for a minute. Then you get Joe Taylor, he comes in, he's solid. Like, you know, his time ran and it did what it did. Ruben Carter came in, he was solid. And then, yeah, kind of have a, you know, A good four or five year period there where it's like, can't tell you what happened. I was there, but I just choose to forget. It was tough. And it's not that the players weren't good and that they didn't want it. It just wasn't working. And that affects attendance. So now we're looking back now and what happened to it. Well, it was a multiple factors. So attendance wise, yeah, the band's a little different. This past year, the weather kind of threw off, threw you off for a game. So anytime it's bad weather, I'm sorry. I'm not mad if you don't show up when it's raining. Like I've been in Bragg when it's raining, and it's me and like five, seven to seven hundred people just sitting there getting rained on, watching fam you play football. I get it. I don't begrudge you. Like, especially if there's mess around, there's lightning delay, and you're like, damn I'm stuck. Like, I get it. I'm not even mad at anybody, but I do also understand that if we're going to get that old school vibe back, one, you definitely gotta get the attendance numbers up. You gotta get above 15,000. Believe my boy, my, my brother Kofi would have said something similar. You gotta get the attendance numbers up, but you gotta keep that rigor. Like, family was hard to get into, and you gotta stay that research-focused institution. Like, we ride Larry Robinson a lot because he don't give a damn about FLEX. But one thing he cares about, research. I give a man credit. I'm not gonna sit up here and chastise you and not praise you. Family brings in research dollars. Like right. we do really well at that. And for better or worse, you can love the show, it, but that's what the university's for. I mean, the athletics are entertaining, and that's the front door. That's the front porch. That's what brings you to the party a lot of times. The athletes and the band and everything else but if we're going to get that thing jumping as far as athletic wise we do have to get the attendance numbers up got to get to that 15 number that 15 000 is a real number that should be your baseline goal But that's going to take facilities improvements that also may take additional land acquisition like if we're going to be honest amu may have to push up all the way against famu way like you may have to push up and have the perimeter of the campus extend that far north and then further east and west, just so that you can one, have a secure perimeter, but two, have additional space to build. We saw where they've torn down the old gym at family DRS. Could you put a housing tower there? Is it enough space? I mean, it's just an honest question, I don't know. Could you, could you extend into some of that old family DRS? Do you keep that there? Like, what do you do with that land there? Because if you could add something that could add enough space for another thousand, two thousand students, yo, that's that's one that's getting you above two, ten thousand students. But that's also something that's hey, new, swanky, on the north side, and especially if you're an education major, or if you're in that um, what is that? Well, besides SBI, so education, SBI, or Computer science. If you're in one of those buildings, you put a dorm over there. Come on, like that's a nice little walk. And I and I say nice. I'm not saying like distance. Now, I'm saying like you pretty much rolling out of the bed in the class. Like you're not far from Coleman. Like I'm just saying, like you want to do something different with DRS. And it it's if you have an affinity and an affection for the old DRS building, I understand. I want to school there. For the summer, I wasn't full time DR student, but at the same point, I do also understand that in order to make some progress, some things may have to change, and some of that may mean getting rid of some additional buildings. I I, I told y'all I was here for a repurposing that family DRS gym, but if we're gonna try to get our attendance numbers up and increase revenue, some of that. Is going to additionally or also be related to getting your enrollment up besides that though you definitely you got to start having the conversation of what can we do to dominate SWAC and what can we do to improve our facilities i mean one of the things we, we kind of oftentimes talk about we do a lot of looking at the other side and seeing what they got over there but we don't look at the dollar figures they're bringing in. Like I looked at the Orlando Sentinel the other day, and I wasn't even reading. It. it popped up on my feed. And UCF's leaving a conference that just paid them $8 million. So we're looking over there like, man, their facilities athletically, they look amazing. but You just got $8 million per year. It's going to be different. Like Before you got your ticket sales and everything else. You had an $8 million check. So they probably grossed. I'm just going to be nice. 10, 15 mil, just just off of all that stuff. So when you're talking about, hey, we got $2 million from the conference, maybe, you know, $500,000 for the conference, and folks are celebrating, they got $7.5 million to $7 million more than you. We're not fighting the same fight. Uh, it, it's just you're not built to win if you're not going to take advantage of those things. And UCF is much younger than FAMU. Granted, uh I'm looking for the word. Location plays a big part in that. All right. Orlando and Tyler aren't the same, not even close. You got a 70,000 student institution over there, you got an 8,000 institution, 8,000 student institution here they they got a lot more that they can work with but again a large part of getting that old family thing that on on the end of graduation is more than just asking the alumni to give more yeah we can give more we can but if you give us more alumni that are now giving back and then those alumni give more. Now, you're doing what my brother Kofi would have said. You're doing more with more. And I think that's going to be how we get to that place where we can, you're not going to pack out, brag, unless you have like 20,000 students. Like, let, let's just be, let's be honest with that. And that that's not a slight on our fan base. That's just the reality of where college athletics are. Like across the board, attendance is dwindling, Like So, and it's because you're watching me. You're watching me from the comfort of your home, probably. You might be watching on your cell phone, whatever. And you watch me for the low, low price of free 99. If you wanna be an ad supporter, hey, come support the pod. Like, share, subscribe, all those great things. But you're competing with something that you can get at a much cheaper rate. And I'm not going to fuss and argue at you and beat you over the head with go this and go that. No, no, no. I get it because when I can go to a home game and I don't have to pay for a hotel, I do it. Now, some of the away games, I don't go to all the away games. Like We all have fiscal responsibilities. I just told y'all, me and my mans was downstairs in the garage painting and getting his, his project right stuff sitting on a recycle bin right now to dry out why i'm a dad i'm a parent i got to take care of my children and i can't sacrifice for them to give to another entity because if i'm doing that i'm not taking care of home i get it but what i am saying is if we get our numbers up a little bit then that'll help us with some of that problem of five thousand ten thousand students because, man, look, if you ain't looking, man, I, I ain't a lot. I'm just just—I'm just sharing some of them graduation photos I see. Y'all folks look so good. I tell you, that orange and green is beautiful. If you haven't seen, like, the FAMU pictures, man, FAMU graduation is different in general. But the photo shoots, the bottle popping, it's beautiful. Like, I, I mean, I ain't shared none of the Greek letter people because I, I ain't one of y'all. But I tell you this. It, it's a beautiful thing to see. And when no one else believes you did or you could, fam you did. And the family believes in you. And we're able to see that when we continue to give back and we continue to support, we we seeing a little, we see a little bounce back. You know, yeah, we lost the baseball series at Jackson State. We went one for three. And I, you know, I'm gonna give my boy Swope credit on this. Swope was right. The pitching did us in. Right, we got to figure out that out. Right, we got one ace right now, and it seems like it's just it's falling off, and it's falling off at a bad time. Softball, look, we improve the facilities. All of a sudden, softball is consistent. That's a good product. You just saying it ain't Florida State, but honestly. FAMU might have the only baseball team that has a shot at making the conference tournament this year. So I'm going to leave that there. Because, um, unfortunately, my my other own the TCC, they bowed out. But well, FAMU might be the only team in the city that might make the NCAA tournament, which is crazy, um, especially considering those facilities. But I don't think Linton Jerry's is going to be down for long. Then family tennis. Like family and Florida State tennis lost to Georgia. So before you sit up there, well, they did No, no, no. Georgia got in that butt, too. They tore told, they told off in Florida State and sent them back to Tallahassee, too. I think they lost last night or earlier this morning. So you were able to see, though, again, another program that we're investing in and that you can invest in. I talked to Coach on round one with St. Clair. She's like, hey, if you donate some money, earmark are for us. You can do that for all the teams, baseball, football, women's basketball. Look, Coach, look, coach Pillow. Hey, Coach Pillow. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Um, but even Coach Pillow, look, I told y'all she's got some new recruits coming in. The facilities, like the Lawson Center, is solid. Men's basketball, Coach Hello. he's a transfer from uh, Ant. Yeah, guard from Ant from Florida. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. All right, but you're seeing that we are giving more to our programs, and we're getting more. Family football has not been this good consistently since the Billy Joy era. I'm, I'm just saying, name another time when we were just like nine, 10 wins and we were over here like, oh, what's Willie Simmons doing? Some, some of y'all can't stand Willie Simmons. I don't know why. Man, give y'all nine, 10 wins and y'all over here complaining. Like, man, you don't sit up there and appreciate that, man. <laughs> I like, I'm telling you, look, I get to talk trash right? when I get in the space with Josh and them folks from North Carolina Central, ANT. Yeah, last time we played, y'all, we, we beat y'all. Can't name the last MEAC team that beat us that wasn't Cookman. So, and so, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing shots. I'm throwing shots because I can because <laughs> it's, like, it's true. I mean, but, again, we're able to see that. When we support family athletics, and we put proper people in there. Like, that's another thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave that, I'm gonna get out of that soapbox before I, before I piss somebody off. But when we put people in the right position, they do well. Like that's something that at times we haven't done. We haven't always hired the best coach. And sometimes we expect something for nothing. And I'm sorry, Domino's even stopped that commercial. Like something is not something for nothing. is really something. Something for nothing when you call dominoes. That was their ad. They don't do that anymore. Like, and we have to stop expecting that ourselves. So, Um, but who did it? FAMU did. Graduation week was great. All the popping circumstance. The FAMU ladies make it to the SWAC tournament. And then our SWAC champions. I'm petty, y'all. I'm petty, y'all. The SWAC champions got celebrated at the state capitol which doesn't happen enough too often times our state capital folks, they forget about the closest university. Well, yeah, we're, we're tied with Florida state on that one. Um, and Florida state is moving closer to downtown. So they're already downtown, but yeah, y'all better pay attention. Like Florida state is not playing about this land acquisition. Like go look next time you go home, look at over there, across the street from the, uh, the basketball in the Tucker Center? Sorry, I'm so tired I almost said Leon County Civic Center. Look, they ain't playing. They are building up. Like Florida State's going to be fifty-five, 60,000. Y'all don't – if things stay the way they are in education. Uh, but, yeah, so we, we got some things, got some ways to go. Um, but if you haven't checked it out, check out Coach Simmons' coaching clinic, uh, football clinic, actually. So he's going to be up there have 7-on-7 seven seven, big man camp and O-line camp. All oh, that's coming up pretty soon. So get your funds ready, get them right. Uh, hopefully I'll be in the building. Look, I'm trying to be up in there, you know. I- I'm going to have to bother Josh and Coach and see it. They'll let a brother, you know, just walk around and kind of get the vibe a little bit, you know. You know, try to try to be up there. Try to show y'all what it looked like on the highest seven hills. Uh, but I definitely will be at that uh, Jones and Poppy game. Yeah. So y'all know football season. I do try to trek to some of the high school games as well. Um, While well, Jones is my first school for Orlando, I've adopted a pop as my uh, other school. I got uh, you know I know some people over there, so I, that's a I try to go to their games. And uh, I have to I, I have to like Edgewater because I like to sleep at night, and my wife works there. So, uh, <laughs> but as always. Appreciate your time, y'all. Big shout out to HBCU Digital Network. This is home. Also, check out Herb Seward and the black techies. Check her out in the HBCU Nightly with Josh and BJ and Erica and Dr. Cavill's in there. And sometimes Scotty off script is in there. Like you get a you get a great group of people from across the HBCU, diaspora, as they like to say. Uh, congratulations to Booker G. I saw you got your uh, second master's degree from North Carolina Central University. So, congratulations, bro! I did see that online. Um, but come back, check us out um, Thursday. We're we'll gonna talk about this recruiting a little bit. You know, hopefully, we will have a decision for Kamari Stevens. But also, kind of like look back at some of these students that we got coming in, and some of the ones we've extended offers to. You know, every once in a while, try to go back and look and see, like, man, what kind of what kind of students are we bringing in? And and we're gonna test this technology. Like, I bought a new computer. So I could do stuff like that and show the huddle films without it being like, an, an, an. yeah, that, that's that's why we got a new computer. So that why that way it wouldn't be uh, struggling. So we were struggling on a laptop a little bit, but we upgraded a little bit. So, uh, but that being stated, appreciate y'all for your time. Looking forward to see y'all Thursday, eight o'clock as always. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community.